When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. And yes, it is Roycey Unchained. Patrick, what's going on this uh, Monday morning as we speak? Uh, we just uh, had a rather odd uh, weekend in the NCAA basketball tournament. Oh, wow. man. How great was yesterday? I kept flipping to the essentially the second half of game after game, and almost every one of them was good, or at least was close, I should say. Yes, the uh, quality of play might not have yeah. been uh, too wonderful, but uh, I think the uh, the level of upset shows us how weak that uh, college basketball is at the top right now. I don't, you know, Gonzaga, we assume, is pretty dang good, although in the conference they play, it's... Uh, it's hard to uh, give them uh, full credit, you know, for being a great team because uh, they don't play anybody during the regular season in their own conference. But uh, you know, beyond that, who's a who's who's great? You know, I thought Michigan was close to very good, and then they lost one of their best players. They could get beat today, for goodness' sake. And uh, the Big Ten, being. Uh, basically uh, discovered to be a fraud, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Uh, they, uh, yes. They're all for six. They're all for six with three teams left. When Rutgers gives you your best shot to uh, make it to the <laughs> Sweet 16 and then pukes it away, that's uh, that's something. But it's, uh, it's a big mess because uh, there's, you know, there's, first of all, you know, no Kentucky, no Duke. I mean, the, the field already was weird. And now, uh, you know, when Oral Roberts not only wins two games, but looks like clearly the best team in doing it, uh, doing it, a fourth place team in the Summit League behind the, behind various Dakota teams. And I heard Barkley last night who knows as much about college basketball as I do. He says, I heard him say last night, that big white kid yesterday. That big white kid, what team's that for? He's the greatest. He knows nothing. Those guys know nothing, and it's and I still watch it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kenny Smith tries to stay a little, pay a little bit of attention, and Ernie does. But Charles was saying the big white kid. They were talking about transfers, and he's the only guy that can get away with saying the big white kid. What's his name? But uh, uh, you know, it's. but Oral Roberts, he made a good point. He said, in both games they played, they had the two best players on the floor. 
they, they have two really good players and that, you know, now that's got them in the sweet 16. It's, uh, my dad would be very happy because he used to love to watch the Earl Roberts show and laugh his arse off when, and when, uh, Oral would have healed somebody. Uh, this is before your time, probably, but Oral had this religious show on Sunday morning, and at the end, somebody would come up and throw their crutches away because Oral would put his hand, hand on his head. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my, old man thought, my old man thought that was the funniest thing of all time. We always had to watch the Oral Roberts show. <laughs> Look at him. He's going to heal this guy. <laughs> you know, Not why was, most people were probably watching it, but I get it. You no, know, yeah, he was. Uh, but uh, it is quite the uh, quite the tournament for sure. And, of course, the difference between the men's and the women's tournament, uh, you know, in addition to having heard a lot more, heard of a lot more of the men's players, is there are so few upsets in women's basketball. And there's, uh, you know, that's not the case in uh, – in, in men's basketball, there are more, but there are more now, right now, than ever. So, anywho, but that that's was, uh, yeah, my view. That was fun. That's my view of the basketball tournament. So, Barkley, though, is you're you're so right, Pat. It is it is hilarious because he's <laughs> he's so bored, and he's not wrong. He's so bored yeah. by college basketball too that he can't muster up any BS enthusiasm for it. <laughs> yes, right. Well, the other day. I mean, the quality of play. The other day, I got on the St. Bonaventure bandwagon because I remember, you know, as a kid, they were this little Catholic school out there that was good. But a guy named Ori Girelli, who was from Austin Pacelli High School and then ended up being a prominent coach in Albert Lee and uh, very well known down in that part of the country. Hell of a guy. Uh, he died a couple of years, a few years ago. Had a heart attack while duck hunting, hmm. which is a very Minnesota guy. But Ori played for St. Bonnie and played four years there and is, might even be in their Hall of Fame, was like the point guard on very good teams. So I'm I'm a St. Bonaventure fan, so I'm gonna watch the Bonnies. It's four to two at the second TV timeout. Yes. <laughs> four to two. Yes. I said, okay. There goes my St. Bonaventure love. I can't watch this crap. So, uh, but it was, you know, I did enjoy last night uh, the Arkansas um, game with uh, Texas Tech because that was a physical battle, even though both teams go up and down the floor. And I really liked the Syracuse game yep. uh, with West Virginia because it wasn't just a bunch of idiots shooting threes. I mean, Buddy Beheim can shoot the three. But it it comes in a pattern, you know. It's just not going up and throwing it up there as far as you can in West Virginia. But I, I like the physical nature of those two games. They had kind of the throwback basketball where you beat on each other a little bit and the referees let you play, and uh, kind of like the old Big Ten. And I did like those two games. But uh, most my, my love affair with college basketball is uh, long gone, basically because of the three and you know and, and i gotta admit not having duke in it to root against kind of takes kind of the fun out of it too so. yeah no duke no, was all, no kentucky there's a lot of it was, was all, it was always a happy day the day that duke lost you know so uh but this year they didn't even make it so yeah that, that kind of takes the fun out of it jim had had that about, kid late in life huh patrick 
Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah the buddy's, kids. buddy's, what, 21 or 20 or something? Jim's 20, like 26. Well, I don't think he got married till damn near 50. He was a famous bachelor, lifelong bachelor. Okay. I didn't know that. Uh, Bayheim, and he finally got married, I think, well into his 40s. What an odd duck. But he can still coach, man. He can, I mean, he's he doesn't get the recruits anymore. He used to get, you know, by hook or crook. Or he'd get those West Coast kids to come to Syracuse, New York. And there were times when he had the best players in the country, five of them. Uh, he doesn't get those recruiting classes anymore, but he, and, and I think this is what about the second time in three years, three, four years that everybody was complaining about him being in the tournament. And then they won at least one game. And yes. now this team has won two and they can advance. They, they have a fairly easy next round. I think they, or who do they play? They play. I, I, I can't remember, I but they play, they, play a, next. they play a winnable game and uh, you know, that, Everybody's got a winnable game now. It's uh, it's it's fun for the fans, but it's probably not fun for the uh, network because huh? they they don't have the they're not going to have the big name schools uh, playing the way it looks. Yeah, I think you think right. Porter Moser. You think Porter Moser is now out of our uh, price range? Yes, yes, I think he and Mussy. If they wanted him in the first place, I think both of them are out of the Gophers' price range. Don't you? Yeah, I would guess Indiana's going after Moser, don't you think? Yeah, makes I would sense. Guess it, yes. I would guess Indiana. And if you're willing to pay a $10 million buyout, you're probably willing to pay a coach more than the Gopher. Plus, you have traditions to sell to. And, uh, hey, Mussie, they could, they could get to the regional final easy, uh, Arkansas. So, he's, uh, he's a, I'll tell you one thing. You hire him, you know, you're going to have two results. You're going to draw people, and you're going to win. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. You know, it's going to cost you some money, and he'll uh, he'll be high maintenance. Uh, PJ's going to have to move over and make room. But uh, as far as uh, most prominent person in the department, but uh, I, I, I just can't believe he, he what he's got going at Arkansas that he would leave. That's what I, I was going to say. Why would you leave that, that. for here? I, I, I get why you'd leave, but know. not for here. No, I don't either. So, anyway, the more I think about it, though, the more I look at Rick Pati- uh, Richard Patino, uh, the more I think we're really lucky to be out from under him. There, you look, you look at that record. He was, he was as bad as we've ever had. Let's uh, you know, George Hansen only coached one year, but beyond that, uh, uh, he's as bad as we've ever had. I think that the, the truth of the matter is he was a complete flop. The, the Teague years didn't nope. treat us well, Patrick. The Norwood years did not treat us well. Didn't work no, out too that's, well. Uh, that, is, uh, that, is, that is truthful, to say the least. Uh, I mean, he uh, well, he didn't have anything to do with hiring the kill. You know, kill was okay as a football coach. But, uh, uh, yeah, Norwood is. Norwood. I remember Norwood coming back to watch the uh, women's. The, the women were playing for the national championship in Ritter Arena, the unbeaten team, I believe. And it was a burden for him to have to come back and watch that game, man. He was he couldn't have been less interested. Oh, know? God, yeah. So, anyway. That was not his sport. Uh, no. I, uh, I, I, I have heard – 
this is obviously not a first-hand report, but that uh, the Star Tribune, Megan Ryan's piece in the Star Tribune about the lack of diversity over there mm-hmm. uh, in their hiring process, I have heard that that has that caught the interest of the president and that uh, Coyle might not have the usual autonomy in uh, selecting a coach here, so we'll find out. Did the president not look look around and get that before he before or she read it? I I mean that. It, oh, I think she was aware of it, but the attention. Was she hoping it would fall between the cracks? Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's hilarious. I don't, know what, I don't know what she was hoping, but uh, I, uh, I I think that uh, there there might be some pressure on. It. Yeah, and but she, if you can get yeah. if if you can get Musselman or Moser. Uh, then you gotta. Then you could sell that to everybody. Is certainly hiring the best person. After that, uh, I don't think there's anybody on the list of candidates who would stand out above a, a minority candidate. Yeah, and we'll I. See. But Pat, I think you're right. I don't think that they are going to have the uh, the necessary finances to get a top person. So I think they're probably going to definitely have to go into that next pool of people. Yep. That's, uh, I, I think that, you're right. That's probably the case. Uh, but I did come up with it. We were talking, you know, that uh, UNLV, the coach left again. Now they got the, that T.L. Otsberger or whatever it is. He's going to Iowa State yep. because he was there with Fred. And they'd hired him out of what, South Dakota State. State or something. Wasn't it out of South Dakota State? UNLV. They can't even keep a coach they hire from South Dakota State. Ten coaches in 22 years. Wow. Trying to replace Tark. Tark, yeah. And, uh, and I was talking to a friend of mine, and we decided the perfect coach to be at UNLV, Rick Patino. Mm, I love it. They should, they, should, they should hire him, bring him out to Vegas. Be perfect, right? Yes. Any more scandals, that. we can cover them up very well out there, right? Oh, and if you don't so, cheat, if you don't cheat there, you are simply yeah. not doing your job. <laughs> no, that's true. Bring back the hot tub. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> let's. let's uh, Anderson. Who was it? Anderson, the great Anderson Hunt in the hot tub with the with the point shaver. That was that was kind of dark. The end of dark. That one. So, but. Uh, UNLV should be good at basketball, and I'm very offended that they aren't. It's bad. Yes, and they should do whatever is necessary to be good in basketball. Yes, and now you can. That's the that's the good part. Now with the transfers and everything else, and uh, you know the NCAA being absolutely overwhelmed, you can do anything you want to. Nobody cares. They they're not going to catch you. FBI, you can get caught by the FBI, and they're not going to do anything about it. The FBI gets bored with the investigation. <laughs> yes. and just get, That's the most incredible story. One day, yeah. it's on this powder keg of who's going to be next, and they're going to jail. Six months after, it's, ah, uh, yeah, we don't really care that much. Oh, that documentary that's on either Netflix or Amazon. I sound like Charles Barkley here. With the young black kid uh, that was uh, 17 when he started selling the analytical sheets to coaches, and he ended up being delivering players to them and not. And that's the damnedest thing you've ever seen about, you know, this guy's, 
this guy's paying him, that guy's paying him, and the FBI was, he was one of the guys, the FBI, that got, looking at him is what got the FBI involved. <laughs> they got it in a, in a, in a documentary, and uh, un, unbelievable. Uh, and the documentary's great, the kid is great, he tells it all, nobody cares anymore. If the sewer line running from your house to the city line gets really clogged, it can cause sewage to back up into your home. You don't want that. Bonfi does drain and sewer services to help get things flowing again and to help make sure you don't have a sewage backup. Bonfi can repair or replace your sewer line, or they can put in a new liner inside of your old sewer pipe, making it like new again. If you have a sewer or drain problem, better call Bonfi. When you tell the folks at Bonfi Royce sent you, you can save $150 off an intensive sewer line cleaning. They don't. They don't. And, and in fact, if I was Coyle and a coach said to me, I'm going to run a clean program, I would say, thank you very much. There's the <laughs> no, door. we don't need you. Yeah, we, we don't need you. Who, who's going to keep the kids in the state with the best cars possible? That's what I would want to know. Uh, that's the other thing is everybody that's Richard left town, they all said, well, he ran a clean program. Well, A, we're not sure about that, but B, there were, were the two guys he brought over Conati and who was the other one? Oh God, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those two guys who couldn't play. Oh, that's right. And uh, and but they basically when they took their trip to Europe or wherever it was, yes, they paid an exorbitant fee to the travel the the travel advisor guide thing that there was a big investigation of this that went nowhere. Probably because neither of those two guys could play was the main reason. Yeah. But they basically, the guys who delivered those players are the guys you hired to handle your travels when you went when you went to Europe. There was a, I remember writing a column about it, and because uh, it based on information provided by other investigators, obviously, and that thing went nowhere. So I forgot all about think, those two. I, I think maybe I think maybe he said. He said, man, I went through all these machinations to get these two stiff. Why did I bother? You know, so unreal. But, uh, I, you know, there's, they'll never be back to what it was. But if you get a Musselman or Moser, you got a chance to drop 10,000 people again and then build it up if you win, right? They gotta, yeah, and they, you can, and you can compete I, I don't know in the Big Ten at times. Like, there's no reason why you can't compete. Yeah. No, look at it right now. I mean, yeah. look at it. Who's? It's not that good. <laughs> I, I <laughs> am, I am shocked. I am shocked at the way Loyola took apart Illinois defensively, though, aren't you? I mean, I thought Illinois was the real deal. Yes. It, uh, as I said to poor Lavelle, who was uh, who was uh, crestfallen, I'm sure. I've watched Illinois football games with Lavelle. He actually cares, even when they stink. It bothers him. And I texted and said, uh, "That's okay. You still have Andy Dalton. <laughs> you know, you can you can fall back on the fact you still have Andy Dalton, Lavelle." So yeah, you know, Chicago fan that you are. If if you if you care about that athletic program still, Patrick, that's a you problem. Yes, especially yes, the football. Yes, that is. That is, Illinois football program has been. When's the last time that they were really good? They were good when I was a kid. Uh, the team that uh, the team with Juice Williams that came in here and beat beat uh, uh, 
beat uh, Brew, remember? Coach beat Coach Brew 55 to something. Okay. And uh, I, I don't think they went to Rose Bowl, but they went to a good bowl game. And then they went, and then the next year he was terrible and they went in the tank and they've been in the tank ever since. Uh, so that's, that's coach Brew's second, third, second, third year. Maybe, yeah. So a long like, time. Yeah. Or might've been the end of his first year. might've been the end of his first year. I, I can't remember. I remember getting in trouble that, uh, cause his kid was going to go to Illinois as quarterback. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I talked to a couple of Illinois fans out out in the, the uh, hallway, you know, out in the corridor at the Metrodome. And they said, this guy's such a lousy coach, we don't even want his kid in, the, in our program or something. His kid, the quarterback, remember that? Yes. He never got to play. He was going to go there. And I use that quote now. They raised holy hell with me about, you can't start ripping his family. <laughs> I didn't rip his family. This other guy, these, they ripped his family. You were reporting. I just quoted him. You were doing I just reporting. quoted him. I said, I asked the question. I said, I asked the question about Coach Brew, what they thought of their alum as a coach, and they brought up the kid. I didn't bring up the kid. Clint Brewster, it right? My, it was Clint. Huh? I, I think Clint, his son's yes. name was Clint Brewster. Yes, Clint. And they took a shot at Clint, and I repeated it in the column. <laughs> On a Saturday, right that late Saturday night, so she sailed right on through. <laughs> but I never mentioned his name. They mentioned his name. I'm innocent as a newborn babe on that one. Okay. I said you were doing reporting. <laughs> yes, right. It was, it was very silly. And the I best, mean, and the, the sl- best, and the best quote they give me, I'm not going to use it. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Let's let's get serious here. What's going on with the twins? What's the latest? I think I'm just hearing this that uh, from again, you know, you're not going to get anything from Rocco that's actually the truth. But uh, there's a very good chance they won't start the season with Carroll off in left field, and it won't be because primarily because of uh, service time. Is that's how it's going to be interpreted by everyone? Yep. But he's hitting a hundred in this spring. And meanwhile, they know they're going to keep Jake Cave on the team because they uh, need, uh, you know, they need somebody to play center field when Buxton's not playing. And there's, they, they got the two right-handed hitters, Rooker and this Garlic, who they actually like. They, uh, I talked to Falby a few days ago and he said, you know, there's, there's two different kinds of free agents. There's the, you know, the, the guys that the big free agents and then the guys nobody pays attention to. But he's told me, he says, when we get it, when we jump in there and there's look at the minor league free agents, there's three or four that we really want. And for instance, Kyle Garlic, we really wanted to make sure we signed him. And, you know, the guys hit four or five home runs this spring. They like him a lot as a left-handed, a right-handed power hitter. And then Rooker's been terrific, too. So I wouldn't be surprised if they start with a cave platoon uh, with either Garlic or Rooker in left field, which, of course, will immediately uh, be the service time, service time. It's like the Kansas City fans. Uh, Bob, uh, who's... Uh, oh, Witt. Bobby, Bobby Witt's kid, yeah. Bobby gets 
He's had 37 games in rookie ball. Yeah, that's not a service. But he's, but he's tearing it up in the Arizona. And all the Royals fans are saying, the only reason they're sending him back, he's a 20-year-old kid with no experience, but he's tearing it up in the exhibition games. So they're mad at the Royals for uh, sending him to the minor leagues, which is, uh, you know, that, that's become the uh, that's become the battle cry for the mid-market and lower teams that uh, anytime you send a guy out, it's because of service time. Well, Kirilov, I don't I, – if, if he ripped it up this spring, then you could make that argument, you know, that they're only doing it for service time. But he hadn't been that good. I mean, he hit one ball to center field that was a rocket. But beyond that, uh, you know, he's, he's been kind of overmatched. So, uh, I, you know, I, I think that the case can be made that uh, usually they don't make decisions in spring training. But if they can, if, if they can make a decision, he did, he did not put them in a position of saying, oh, man, of, of, yeah, we know he's been great, but we're still going to send with the minors because he hasn't been that good. Although he's been better than than our boy Cap, who's hitting. Was he hitting sixty nine? Did I see sixty eight or nine? You I talked about that last hit. week. What the hell is going on with him? I don't know. I think he did one hit this spring. I, I don't know. I I, I can't figure it out. It, it's funny that you know. Remember the remember the thing last year that Kepler and Garver were like the two guys who who came to Minneapolis during the break and worked out together every day and were proving their dedication. And of course, Garber had a terrible year last year. Kepler had a terrible year. Now Kepler's continued in the spring. I, I don't know what the hell's going on with him. But then again, you look back at 2019, I guess I'd forgotten how great a year he had when you look at those numbers. Wow. So by the way, Gladys convinced that this uh, new ball is real, that it, and it isn't two percent. And uh, I saw a ball hit the other night by Garver that is was mashed to center field. Now the wind was blowing in some, but uh, that thing two years ago would have killed some juniper plants mm-hmm. in uh, in uh, and, and and the guy caught it out in front of the fence. Uh, up against the fence, big high ball. But I, I think they've, uh, I think they've taken more juice out of the ball than they're admitting. I'm, I'm with Gladdy on that one. He came to, the other day. I was talking. He said, "What are you written about the ball?" I said, "Nothing." He said, "He said they took a lot more out of that ball than they're telling you they did." So we'll see. Interesting. I don't know how that improves the game. So did, it's, does that it's cut? It's not going to change. It's not going to change people's approach at the plate not immediately so you're just gonna have you're just gonna have more outs <laughs> you know right yeah and you know un, unless they're hoping that it changes their approach at the plate eventually and and you know guys stop trying to hit home runs every at bat but i mean that's not going to happen right away no that'll i got into a good i got in the middle of a was listening to a good trobus gladden discussion i got in the other day i go over there between innings and see what the boys are up to and uh 
we were talking about the utter stupidity of the limit on times you can throw over to first base. <laughs> isn't that the one they're going to try and double A, is it, or A ball it's or what, something yeah. this year? Yep, it's that's one a, of the that's the stupidest thing. <laughs> what do you do? And you have to step <laughs> off fully now. You can't. So if you're a southpaw, you can't engage the rubber and throw to first. You have to take a step back from it and throw to first. Everyone has gone mad in March trying to narrow the field down to 16. This is Patrick Ricey for the Canopy Group, and they have their 16 for you. Canopy Group has 16 different insurance companies, giving them options to provide you the best home and auto insurance coverage. At the best price, by the way, the difference is that the Canopy Group has options. They continue to use their 16 different companies to match with you, the company providing the best coverage at the best price. They do this year in and year out. They just moved me and saved me a bundle. I am a believer. Get in the game. Contact the Canopy Group and get them working on your brackets. Bracketology isn't foolproof. Sure bet is the Canopy Group saving you on an average 810 on your home. That's $810 on your home and auto insurance. Visit thecanopygroup.com. Thecanopygroup.com. Yes, and you're going to have a bigger base, too. How about that one? Yeah, well, that, the that, base yeah. is going to be bigger, so it's going to be easier to get to. Easier to trip over is what it's going to are we be. Gonna get, right? But are we going to get the stolen base back? I, I mean, that's the goal, and I don't know what's coming back anytime soon. No, I, they still don't want to give out outs. They still don't want to give up outs. And, uh, you know, they, the stolen bases percentage is, what, 60%? Most teams don't. I don't think you're going to get it back, but you can't have a rule that, okay, I've thrown all over twice, so now the guy can just start running, right? That's, yes. that's, not, putting, that's not putting the stolen base in. That's a, the guy will steal it standing up. Yes. You know, this, what you want is the bang, bang, right? The don't the guy's safer out. That's what you try to get. If you let him get a running start, you're not going to have bang, bang, no matter who's behind the plate. Buxton might do pretty well. Yes, right. Okay. Do whatever you have to do to get them over here throwing twice. Then the guy, they're going to have to change it so the pitcher can just wave the guy to second. You know, like they wave him to first, just wave him to second. Tony Diaz will be just saying, just take second base. Yes. Yeah. God, they're, they're unbelievable. They hate baseball. I was going to say, it's your guy. It, you know, no, Manfred, Manfred just he I, does. He hates baseball. It's unbelievable. Doesn't know what to do with it. Nope. Yep. You are right. Hey, hey, what does Sano playing some third base mean now? I believe it means they're only going to have one backup infielder, okay. basically. It, it means that our, our eyes is going to be the only uh, extra infielder. And uh, uh, so. That's that's what that means. So then, then if if Kirilov's on the team or Rooker's on the team, then that guy can come and play first base, and Snow can give uh, Donaldson a day off and play third base instead of you know and still have a rise as a backup infielder for second short. So okay, that's that that's the way I interpret it. it uh, it's going to be interesting, though, if they go to Milwaukee. If they set the roster so that they go to Milwaukee with an extra position player because they, you know, they can't use Cruz, you know, what the hell? Might as well uh, 
you know, if I was going to Milwaukee, I'd uh, when when did you, when would you have to put Cruz on the DL to not let him play in exhibition games to have him back for the first first not when you get to Detroit? I I, I, I guess you can't do that. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out a way. There's no sense in having him active for that series, right? right. I guess maybe to maybe to pinch hit, I guess, but uh, uh, but they might. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, have an extra position player in in, uh, in Milwaukee, and then uh, and then you know Ostadio. Ostadio is an interesting case. If he, they, I think they'd like to have him on the team, but they're down to the last option. So uh, if they, uh, you know, they, I guess they can use the option all this year, but uh, they're going to have to use it either way, I guess. But uh, there's rumors that he might start the season on a 26 man. What we have to realize is the, you know, the, the big thing in spring training are, you know, the drama that we used to make it when I was a ball writer way back to the seventies and on is who's going to be on the opening 25 man, right? Yes. Who's going to be on the 25 man. Yes. Now it doesn't make any difference. I mean, these guys, they, they don't care. It's like, you know, they, for instance, the, the big controversy the first year, remember 2017, their first year, Buono Park. How can they not keep Buono Park? You know, because he had the great spring. Instead, they kept 13 pitchers. We thought they were nuts. Well, they didn't want to put Buono Park on the 40-man roster. Mm-hmm. They just, they weren't convinced that he was, you know, they, they, they treat those 40 man roster spots so much different than they used to because they bounce pitchers back and forth so much. It's a, the, you know, the opening 26 is going to, we're going to make a huge deal of it. And by the time they get to Detroit, they might have two roster changes, you know? It's, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Especially with pitchers. You know, it's yeah. It's and even position players say, you know, they could, once, once they use up the last option, but they got the one thing about garlic and riddle and guys like this is, oh, garlic is on the 40 man. So he's, they're going to have to use up his option. That's why he can make the club. But like this riddle, they'd like to have another infielder. But if they put him onto the 40 man, then it's back into a, when you send him to the minors, you can get claimed thing because he's because of his service time. So, uh, if you're not on the 40 man right now, you're, you know, as far as being on the opening day roster, adding those guys, they don't do much of that anymore. So who, who's in the bullpen now? Do you think? Ooh. Okay. Uh, well, what's interesting is, you know, they're still trying to decide baseball. There's these guys, six or seven guys in this service time situation where the teams are trying to get an extra option for them. Lewis Thorpe being one of those. Yes. So they don't know if they can, they, these idiots have not yet told them <laughs> if, if, cause there's an appeal process going on the arbitrator, whoever, they don't know if they have a Lewis Thorpe option or not. If they have an option, they're going to send him to the minors and they want him to start. I think. And he's actually thrown good this spring, the best I've seen him. He, he, whatever problem he was experiencing last year, 
and I know what it was, but it's, you know, it's off the record stuff, but it's obvious that he was uh, having off the field issues. Mm-hmm. And when he, they sent him and he was gone for two weeks, right? He came back Yep. and he didn't, he didn't throw that well really all year, but uh, not enough strikes, but he's throwing, he's kind of back to throwing great like he did when he was a kid. So part of it, is being decided by whether he's uh, whether he's if they have to use an option on him or not. But uh, let's see who we got. We got uh, we got we got we got Robles and uh, A are the new guys, right? Yep. Rogers, Theobar, uh, Duffy, uh, Duffy. That's five. You got, you get, how many you get? You get eight. That's five. Uh, then there's the, uh, well, another lefty. I, I'd have to put the list in front of me, but it, it's pretty much down to Thorpe and a guy, uh, uh, another right-hander. I can't remember what I, excuse me. I should have looked this up. I should have looked this up, but like this, Apparently they're going to put this Schumacher in the rotation to start the year. Oh, really? And okay. I don't. I don't get it. I mean, he came pitched the other day. He gave up seven. He's pitched about eight innings in the last three years, you know. But I guess they—he's this year's discovery, you know. Like Anibal was, and then they let him go because they signed Lance Lynn. But he's this year's discovery, so. I I guess he's on the club now. I don't know why. And they're trying to figure out if Dobnik, I think Dobnik's another guy they don't know if they have an option on or not. Oh, really? It's okay, because I saw Thorpe for sure. They they still have no clue. Yeah. And Dobnik has got some, there's some goofy situation with him too. No, he's got an option. So I, I, I don't know what a situation with him is. But I guess they want him to, their problem is, they want him to go down somewhere and throw and be ready to start, except there's nowhere to go, right? Because they minor right, leagues don't start until May, yeah. May 4th. But he's so badly outpitched Schumacher and, you know, he's in Hap this spring. I, I mean, I can see, okay, Hap, you signed Hap. He's your starter. He's your other lefty. He's your lefty. But, uh, but, uh, I, I don't know why they would not let Dominic pitch. And nobody's going to claim Matt Schumacher if they send him to the minors. They're only paying him $2 million. I, I, I don't get that one. I think Dominic's been great this spring. This is Ricey for EcoFun Motorsports. The preseason sale on all bikes, scooters, and ATVs is going on right now in Forest Lake. Beat the spring rush, and EcoFun will give you the free storage with your purchase until the weather is a bit more bike friendly. If you enjoy bike rides on a summer day, but maybe your knees aren't what they used to be, then I recommend that you talk with Tim Bloom, the owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Tim and his family will personally help you select the e-bike that is right for you. They will even deliver to your front door in the metro area. Take advantage of the preseason sale prices right now. Bentelli bikes and Yamaha power assist bikes are at their lowest price of the year. Check out 
EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Take a test ride and put biking back on your list of favorite outdoor activities. They also carry a full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com. That's E-C-O-F-U-N Motorsports.com. And tell Tim you heard it on Racy Unchained. What the hell? He's, he can break out the new slider that he's throwing that's actually striking people out. Mm-hmm. He's uh, throwing it over. He's the only guy they got that can get you out of the ballpark in two hours and 40 minutes, too, right? So then I want him on. Let's, uh, yeah, yeah. Then we so, want him here. Anyway, they haven't been hitting much, although they hit the other day. A lot of Florida wind, though. It's been a really windy spring. It's it's always windy, but it's been so it's hard to tell whether they've been hitting or you know not. It's a lot of it's. Uh, it, there was one day that they hit five home runs and none of them left the park. But maybe it's the baseball. Maybe it's not the wind. I don't know. Something's going on. Hey, did did you see my wild? Back-to-back games in Colorado only outscored 11 to 1. That's, you know, they, they got a goal on Thursday. It was a heck of a weekend. Well, all I remember is 2011, 2012. Yosie, first year, right? Yosie, first year? Yeah, that, that sort of sounds right. Yeah. Best record in the league after 30 games. Yep. Remember? Yep. Best oh, record. Yeah. 20, 27. 20 wins, seven losses, three ties. I looked it up. Yep. And after that, they won seven games in regulation of their last 52. I looked that up. That figure was in my head, and I looked it up to confirm it. Seven regulation wins in the last 52 games. Yep. Now, this was game 28 and 29. Now, there's not that many games left. There's not. Is this the traditional first-year coach collapse after the uh, – because I consider Emerson to be first-year coach, even though he came in and I, you know. Yeah, is this, first full season. Is this the, is this the familiar wild first-year coach collapse after a fast start? They've had some flops. Uh, You're right. They've definitely <laughs> had some flops. But, and this was – I mean, Colorado, although ooh, Colorado. This team seems a little more real than the – the Yosey group, which we could, we're thinking, ah, what the hell? But it got Parisi in uh, that that year, 2011, 2012, it got Parisi and Suter uh, signed. It did. That's how they got signed because they were going to tank. But uh, I don't know. Colorado was, uh, it, you know, it's funny. First time they played Colorado this year, they got hammered, and then they turned around and beat them, right? Uh, yes. The second game. And then I think they scored. They, they won a game in Colorado, like 6-2. to two. This, but, yeah. but the difference is the Avs didn't seem to, to give a damn for a while. Now they care. That's well, the big they're difference. Good. They're good. I, I was surprised that they beat them. You know, they get 55 shots and beat them 5-1. So I, I expected to uh, follow the next game and see the big feisty wild comeback. And oh, that God, no. 6-0. No. 6-0, right? 6-0? Yes. Six, yeah, wow. On Saturday, 6 So yeah. how did it – did they get uh, uh, un, unlimited shots in the second game no. too? No. They, no. They dominated, but it, the shots weren't as bad. Of course, in the first game, the, the Avs were credited with 55 shots, so it couldn't have been as bad. 
but they just they're just so superior when they want to be. They essentially put their foot to the uh, the gas to the pedal and said, "Yeah, try to beat us." And the Wild's like, "Ah, we got no shot." If you want the best lawn on the block all season long, hook up with a Minnesota-grown lawn care company that knows that dandelions, mystery weeds, bare spots, and blight are completely unacceptable. That's professionalturf.com. If you want service techs with 20 years of experience, techs who throw down a combination of environmentally friendly weed killer and slow-release long-term fertilizers, then visit professionalturf.com. And you know what? While you're on the website, take a close look at their landscape projects. And don't forget, they'll service your irrigation system too. You will have the most lush and luxurious lawn on the block. It's our one stop for exceptional landscape irrigation services and the best lawn on the block, professionalturf.com. So they got a kid, obviously. They got a bunch of young guys who are dynamic. Yeah, that first line in the two games, Patrick, 17 points. Ranton and Landeskog McKinnon, 17 points. And so how come uh... – Eck couldn't shut him down. Isn't he our defensive forward? Isn't he our two-way forward? Uh, you know, he was against him sometimes, but uh, when, McKin- when McKinnon gets going, he and McDavid are probably the two fastest guys in the entire league. So I did, don't know that he had a chance. Did McKinnon, uh, did he get hurt last year? Was yeah, he, he, gets hurt. he gets hurt a lot. He, he got hurt in the second, I want to say the second game here. But then they had the uh, the shutdown because of COVID, and so he got time to recover when they weren't playing. But he seems to so get got, quite a bit. So we got to wait till April 5th to let people in? Yes, April 5th against the Avs, 3,000 people. How did we choose that date? I think it came from the state because the Wolves had the same date. I know. I, I know it came oh, from no, the state. I have no idea. I have what, no idea. What dartboard did we throw at to no, decide April 5th? I have no clue why they – why they couldn't and now there's an increase in cases is uh gonna jump back in and say i was wrong have you seen seen what's going on in in uh miami beach they basically had to put a curfew in place there seems to be a little uh lack of social distancing (laughs) oh the spring they're all crazy down there they're all crazy down there man it's how's uh, the fort is is you walk in with a bat Oh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't been out to the beach because you can't get across the bridge. There's so many people. <laughs> but uh, but uh, you can't uh, – you uh, you know, you, it's funny. You know you know by the type of place you're going into whether there's going to be masks or not. You know, like uh, we went to a breakfast spot this morning that's, you know, kind of up-to-date and new, and everybody who walked in had a mask. Then there's this other place that's kind of a rednecky place I like to go. You try to walk in there with a mask, they might beat you up. I was just saying, <laughs> you know? you take your yeah. life in your yes. hands either way. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, but it's, uh, it's a little different ethic down here. Of course, they, they covered up all the stats to, uh, the, the governor basically sent out an edict that they couldn't give out public information on <laughs> whether they were getting the virus or not. So Unbelievable. It's, uh, it's a different place. All right, sir. For sure. We'll talk to you later, okay? uh, All right. Good enough. Thanks. See you, Pat. See you. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, Work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. 
My guy Josh will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608. Your story, it lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small-town feel, where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another, where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.